Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. And uh, I am going through, we are going through some growing pains here. The uh, going all digital has uh, had its um, downsides, some upsides, some are, but uh, here we are. Uh, We should be sounding okay. I guess <laughs> that was the goal here. We're like, let's all go digital and then we'll start sounding okay. Bobby but, um, is ascending to robothood, so he may sound kind of synthy. Bobby's very upset because he got all new gear and then his internet took a shit. And now he's uh, <laughs> he's on a dial-up, dial-up connection. No, my internet seems curse. to be fine. I mean, speed, like if I do a speed test, it's perfectly fine. I just get these intermittent lag spikes and it was happening in a, particular game and i was like this is weird but maybe it's just because i don't know it, it was heroes of the storm and i'm like maybe they just shifted all their servers over to diablo 4 and that's why you know maybe it's just this game but apparently it's my you voice, it's a yeah, new problem apparently it's my net well it's not a me problem it's my isp problem which i gotta <laughs> say google has been really good so far i've never had a, an issue i think i have i had an issue once where the internet went out but uh, I've never had an issue like this. Uh, that is disappointing. And I, I buy a whole year's worth of internet service. So I'm stuck with this for another year. So hopefully it gets better. Fuck. Are you sure it's not? Damn. I personally, you brought, like you are personally responsible for this? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I just It could be a possibility. That's all I'm saying. I don't know for sure. Uh, but Yeah. Have you tried plugging in? Like yeah. you, you should plug yourself <laughs> like in, you know, with an ethernet. That might and by the way, this is the same guy who said, guys, I download terabytes and terabytes of data and nothing ever happens. It's great. This is the same guy, by the way. Maybe. So maybe they found out who was using <laughs> all a lot of traffic. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me one time. I called Cox Cable. This is a long time ago when I had, when I had Cox Cable. And... Um, they uh, they told me like, oh, yeah, you're using way too much data and we don't allow FTP servers and like all this stuff. And I was like, oh, oh, OK, I guess I'll, I'll change that. And then I never did. But yeah, I'd, I when the guy came to install this Internet said uh, like I kind of poked or uh, poked him a little bit for, um, information. And, and I was like, so do you guys have data caps or like, do, you know, do they He's like, we don't care? Like he just flat out. He kind of knew where I was. Going. He's like, yeah, we don't care. So I was like, all right, this sounds like the ISP for me. But um, yeah, hopefully I get this figured because it is super annoying. Too bad you didn't ask him about lag spikes. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'll just say too bad. I mean, it sounds like when he said, uh, we don't care, it meant giving you consistent, great internet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, this we'll is the first care. time in five years. So yeah, dude, maybe that's... it's your router. No, it's not. I plugged in directly to the, to the wall. Oh. I don't think okay. you're doing enough push-ups, dude. Like, I really think it's a you pro. I'm just, I'm sorry, but maybe you start eating Soylent again. Maybe it fix it. You never know, man. Pour Soylent on your hardware. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about some video games. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Bob, how many listeners? Do job. How many listeners do you think we lose between the intro and the first video game? Uh, all new of listeners all of them. Uh, they never... <laughs> all of them. No one makes it this fucking far. No. I think no anybody one. checking out the podcast, yeah, they immediately tune out. They're not listeners, dude. They're leavers. <laughs> leavers, yeah. <laughs> did they ever even come in the room in the first place? You're looking. It's glass half full. It's how many leavers did we gain, dude? 
Well, Recycled says, you know, the intro the intro is great, so. Oh, wait, no. Perfect. That's King Tyre. Oh, fuck. Okay. Fuck. Okay, I guess I'll uh, take the reins here. Um, we are in the radar, on the radar. We're both in and on the radar, guys. And this, these are games that came to our attention, but we have not played. It's A lot of them are coming down the pike. And it's collaborative with our um, uh, Discord, where we have a uh, channel of the same name. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and kick it off with a puppet master game. I looked at this. I was like, this looks so bad. I was like, why is this? And then, and then, I, and then I was like, no way I'm going to put it on the radar. And then here it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got it. It's puppet. I got to talk about it. So this was recommended by Bertram J. And uh, first of all, if you know, you know, dude, the puppet movies. Yeah. They're, they're these horror movies from like the eighties to the, I mean, they're still making them. And nobody knows why they aren't good movies collectively. Like they're, they're pretty good. And like the franchise and the brand are kind of cool. It's like these little puppets, they come to life and kill people. But uh, if you take, if you single out any, any one movie, it's not that great. Um, but somebody made a video game about this um, franchise. And I was kind of surprised to see it because I always surprised at the success of this franchise. Like it really, I, I don't understand how it's made it so um, because like I said, the movies really aren't, aren't that great. Um, but yeah, someone made a video about this. It's a, uh, it looks like an arena shooter. You play as the puppets um, and just run around and kill each other. It's, Interlink access, and I believe it's free to play. Yeah, it is free to play. So, I mean, no risk on this one. But yeah, I, just gotta, I, I know I said like these movies aren't very, but I do enjoy them, of course. You know, these terrible horror movies. So, I, I got to give a shout out to Pastor. It, it's funny when I, I see this too, because I remember talking to somebody who was uh, somebody on my friends list, you know, some European, some random European guy, and he had, um, his user icon was blade from puppet master and i asked him about it and he's like oh yeah i love those movies so maybe it's like a big hit outside of the united states no big hit was uh, like psychopaths dude it looks i don't <laughs> like it i don't like it you know uh, a big fan of puppets no I also uh, like how bobby's uh, like uh well if you watch the movies individually they're not good it's like what they come together like Voltron, <laughs> pretty Mars. much man yeah. yeah collectively like when you put them all together like, I don't know. I There's a ton of these, man. And they keep making them. I watched like eight of them. And like each one, I was Jeez. like, you know, maybe it's like a, a TV show. By the time you get so far into it, you start to like it. So, yeah. Hey, Bobby, maybe we should kill your video. Maybe that would have helped. No, pretty rough, it dude. won't. That was, a, that was a bumpy road. Um, all right. I have The Last Spell. Um, this is a big, huge mix of genres, um, which... Seems to be working. It's got good reviews. Um, and uh, since it has a lot of genre mixing, it could get very confusing because it uh, apparently throws a lot of information at you all at once. But it has a very good tutorial system. So people are very happy with it. It's uh, 92% right now. Um, it is a mix of tactical turn-based combat, wave survival, tower defense, and a roguelike all in one. So your towers are essentially characters. They're RPG characters. And you can place them, and um, then the waves of the monsters come in. But more like they do in They Are Billions than they do in, like, a standard um, 
tactical turn base where like you know you have a certain amount of guys you have to kill they just keep coming and so um i i was watching somebody play today and uh you build this oh there's also a city builder um so you have to spend your resources on making your your camp stronger as you go as well so putting up walls and stuff like that um so there's a lot going on here but and so i'm glad that the tutorial's good um but so you move your characters around and you much like an rpg they have several attacks they can move around you use action points to move them around and attack and then after you're done with your move the swarm gets to move and then so all these monsters to come closer to your base you know and then you take your turn again and it's not just your characters but you also have like ballistas and catapults and things that you put into your town there's a lot going on here um it's all pixel based art in the isometric view um i think it's good it looks good um it is going for 22 bucks right now 10 percent off i think i'm gonna wait for a deeper cut sale maybe next year i'll pick this up or something uh it just had its 1.0 release uh i think it looks great people really like it 90 percent you can't complain and so yeah there it is for those who think they want to play it it's it awesome, pretty dude. interesting yeah 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 it does look really good i've got i've guys i have basically these last two weeks i play right after the podcast and that's my that's my gaming for the whole week so that's how it's been and so i only played one game this week so if i buy something it's like it's not going to get played and i know it but if I had like my old schedule, this probably would have been bought already. Did anybody yeah. pick up that robot mech battle? Um, no. One that we we were all like, "That's oh, that's awesome! Let's all go get it!" And nobody did. Yeah, I need. No. It's on my wish list. Isn't it on sale right now because of the spring sale? Could be. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, something to do with spells and other fantasy things on my radar. I have dark and darker. Um, which is like a very, they, they call it a unforgiving hardcore fantasy, first person shooter dungeon PvPVE adventure. So you can band together with your friends and it's a type of dungeon crawler where it's, it, it almost reminds me of like fucking Doom, but like in a fantasy setting and you're going through a dungeon and fighting other monsters and other players, which I think is going to be really cool. Um, they have multiplayer, obviously, and there's you're going around looting and things like that. Um, but they have no release date yet. They say it's coming soon, and so we don't have a price point either. Um, but it looks like it could be a lot of fun. There's, I mean, I can see that there's like a barbarian that you can do. There's a whole bunch of uh, fantasy roles that you can pick from, and it looks like it's three-person squads that you're running in. So That's I've actually cool. put in about 10 hours in this game already. What? Um, oh, shit. Yeah, so they do um, playtest weekends, and they usually start, or now it's a playtest week is what they've been doing. Um, and so there's no payment. You don't have to pre-order the game or anything. You just go to their, their store page and click uh, add to wish list, and then they'll let you know when the playtest starts, and you can just click a link on the notification, and you can download the playtest um, system. Um, this game, I think, is going to be a game that arguably kills Tarkov or does way better than Tarkov, um, just because the way the variance is and like how it feels in the game to play, um, you don't feel like you're being killed by cheaters all the time. The combat is slow, by the way. Okay. Um, it's not like turn-based. It's pretty slow. 
The thing is, there's a class that does not fight slow, and that's the Barbarian. Uh, the Barbarian will fuck your day up. The problem is that like he doesn't really wear armor, so he takes a lot of damage, but he's the only class that can literally destroy doors, while every other class has to, like... I mean, you can destroy a door, it just takes, like, 15 whacks, but him, he can just one-shot a door, or her, it's both. Um, and uh, normally, to open and close a door, it takes about three to five seconds. So being able to break through them is a huge deal. Um, this next playtest, they've already teased two new classes, which are supposed to be, I believe, the final classes announced, and that's uh, Monk and Bard. Um, this game is one of those games where you can get super sweaty in it um, in the sense of, like, I've, I've seen, like, people do extreme, extreme playthroughs and things like that. Or they have all unique items and all or all legendary items, and they're soloing like teams of like two or three by themselves, and it's insane. Um, Dude, they're it, they're doing this launch so like smart, like they're not doing the early access broken game looter shooter. Like they're mm-hmm. really growing it with the community in mind first, and I have a lot of faith in that approach. This and I, I do too, and that's why I like it, and it's definitely a day one pickup for me. They're really going, I think they're going to go um, like playtest week and then it's going to be a playtest month. And then like after that, it's going to be a full on release. Um, I think the game, I think people are estimating it's supposed to be like 30 bucks on release. Um, and every class has so many different play styles and like abilities and stuff, Um which is pretty interesting. Um, I like how they do invisibility for rogues. You're just completely invisible. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you have an ability to just go completely invisible. Um, but the, dope. the other thing is that like, for example, if you're a fighter, you can find an invisibility potion, but you can't move. Um, and it only lasts like 15 seconds or something like that. So um, there's right now, there's three different ways to play the game. You can play the game solo against, I believe, 12 other players. Um, You can play in teams of three against nine other teams. And then you can play what is called the high high roller mode, which is the same map and game mode of threes. But um, the loot is way higher and the enemies are way harder. Um, And this is a game where the PVE will kill you just as much as the PVP. Um, Like killing a goblin takes like 30 seconds to 20 seconds because they like you're just so I don't want to say weak, but they're formidable. Like you you use the PVE against the other players to kill them as well. So it's it's a fun mechanic, though, to be able to do that. And that's I mean, that's a little bit like Tarkov in, in ways too. at least with the bosses, you know, like you can totally use a boss as a distraction to bring people over and try and kill them. But I see what you're saying that. So you said that you go on their website and wish list it, and then they'll let you know about when play tests come out. You don't have to do the, you don't have to do their website. You just go onto steam and you click add to your wish list, oh, yeah. and they'll, you'll get the notification on steam that the game has a play test. So smart. So smart. There's another game, the wandering village that recently came out that did that too. Um, like, like, and the finals is doing that too. It's such yeah. it's such a good idea. I feel like so many so many teams are like afraid to get their games into the hands of people because they're scared that people won't pay for it after. 
And I guess that's true for some titles. Like you wouldn't want to play like a three hour story game again. Right. So yeah sorry I'm, la- I'm laughing because i'm looking at poppy he's got four pixels <laughs> yeah, yeah. those pixels are struggling moving, dude. Uh, no, all i see is hair a is... forehead and some facial hair <laughs> so I'm a, no I'm details <laughs> bobby's in his final form dude <laughs> he is ascending one to digital hood <laughs> he's pure energy one pixel um, the unknown pokemon <laughs> one, one thing i do want to say lastly about the game is that uh you there's definitely moments where you find shit while you're playing so like it's the same exact loot system as diablo where every item is a square and or a certain amount of squares and you have a certain amount of squares in your inventory and all that shit um and so like you can have like a straight doo-doo caca run and then just find like some crazy weapon and just start beating the fuck out of people it's a it's definitely a That's great fun. game that, that's yeah. almost like a yeah, like a roguelike yeah. mecha- mechanic. Oh, it's right? very much a, it's very much like a roguelike. The only that's thing that shit. stays constant is like enemy spawns. Um, like you know, the spirit will always and like the mage will always spawn inside the library. But the library is like a high loot area because it has a lot of health potions and like magic books and stuff that are worth a lot of money. There's, I believe, right now sixteen vendors in the game. Damn. Um, compared to Tarkov's like eight. Um, yeah. And they're all they're all different. And then there's also like a kind of like an auction system where people can sell items, and uh, it gets pretty pretty crazy on that too. You know, it's funny about this Amanda is this is like the fourth time this has been on the radar. Uh, I put it on the radar, and I didn't know it was a play for keeps game. You put it on the radar; it didn't sound like you knew it was a play for keeps game. And both times, uh, he's like, "All right, guys, settle down. Let me." Yeah. Let me. <laughs> If you listen to this podcast, you've heard Nick talk about Dark and Darker yeah. three times, pretty much. But I think I think you weren't <laughs> you know there for two of them, as soon as, Yeah, and as soon as I said it, I thought in my head, like, I have fucking heard of this before. Deja vu. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great game. I talked yeah. about it when it first got announced, and it like there was, I think, only three classes available, and I think now there's six, and there's going to be a total of eight. So it's been around for a hot minute. Um, well, it's the first I, time I've heard about it, damn it. And I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> only, you show them. I think yeah. they've done. Yeah, six, shut up, Nick. <laughs> I think they've done five or six play tests. <laughs> but that's about it. Um, but other fantasy shit, uh, so you can hear me talk some more, is uh, Total War Warhammer 3. How can you talk about it again? How could it be on the fucking radar? I don't know. Um, essentially. Uh, this Tuesday, it was announced that the Chaos Dwarves are coming to the game. Um, and usually the DLC packs for races is like $15, but this one's $25, I think. Um, the reason being is that the race is absolutely insane. Um, so they're Chaos Dwarves, and compared to normal dwarves, they're just on crack. Um, they have like they have slaves. Um, they have death trains that you can field on the battle like on the battlefield uh they have flying bulls their their whole their whole uh like religion and like um decor is all bull themed like they have centaurs but they're bulls and they have like all they have like flying bulls with like huge wings and like flaming hooves and like flaming horns they they're supposed to have the biggest artillery um piece in the game as well as the biggest monster in the game i believe um, which is pretty insane. Um, 
everybody's been knowing that these guys were going to be added eventually. It's just, they didn't know when, and now it's finally coming next month. Um, but it's $25. If you are, have been playing total war and you need something new to bring you back into the game, I think this is it. Um, they're adding a lot of new stuff to the game for this faction. I I've always said that every faction feels like a different game in a sense. Um, so this, you know, it, I've already purchased this. That's, that's how good it looks. Um, but yeah, it's not surprising at all that you purchased it could look like shit and you would buy it. Uh, first of all it's on sale asshole oh, and i have bought shit dlc my uh my daughter's awake so i have my own chaos dwarf right here i don't have to pay for but um uh what was i gonna say oh so did did the version of this game come out yet the one that you were waiting for before you started dumping your hours into it uh n- technically no so, so wait 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 so before they like put out the ultimate version of this game they're already working on dlcs and putting out dlcs so the the main like chungo part of the game is called immortal empires um and what it is is that you can play every faction in every um continent and it's the whole world is connected normally the like the story mode of the game when you first buy it if you just played on like for example um What's it called? The Xbox thing where you can subscribe. Game Pass. Um, game game Pass. Pass. So if you play it on Game Pass, you really only have that game mode um, where it's the shorter version. It's like one one third of the actual map, if that, and only like 12 races. Um, compared to when you play it like this, I think there's 300 factions or 300, yeah, 300 factions. And it's a huge, like, huge, huge map. It's insane. Um, but it's still in beta, and when they do their 1.0 for that 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 game mode, I believe they're going to probably launch it as a separate game. Whoa! Um, you got to pay again, or like another. No, 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 no. So essentially, like from from what's being thrown around on, in the Discord and on on Reddit, people think that it's going to be like you pay thirty bucks and you only get this game mode. You don't get any of the other game modes. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Um, but the, the immortal empires is pretty much already all fleshed out. Um, they think that they're going to add one more race before they get to the final version of it. And it may be the chaos dwarves or that that might be the final race or that might be the race after that. So, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of things in that game <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm gonna be i'm gonna be once chaos dwarves comes out i'll probably actually beat the game with them and actually get achievements because I've, I've played with mods and so you don't get any achievements and that's what's what i've been doing in the meantime with the you game is cheating a... nick Te- cheating no, is not that cheating i want to add shark people to the game okay uh, all right dude whatever but... uh, well shark people generally are cheating dude <laughs> <laughs> A cheating bastards, okay. Hate on the but, uh Yeah, Warhammer has letters in it, and the other game that has letters in it is Hyperlight Breaker. Uh, this is the sequel to Hyperlight uh, Drifter, which was like uh, an early. It's always been floating around. It's I don't know when the when it was originally uh, out, but I played it pretty late. It's kind of like what happened with me with Hollow Knight. By the time I had played it. Hollow Knight was kind of like outdated. There was already better versions of it, but it was like fantastic for, you know, I missed a train on it. I feel like that's how Hyperlight Drifter was. It's got all these amazing reviews, but I think I played it, you know, like 
after I played Hades or something like that, which is like, you know, a way di more polished down the lineage of, of the same type of game. Uh, but the uh, new one, Hyperlight Breaker, is a fully 3D world, not a top-down perspective anymore. And it looks gorgeous. I mean, the use of color and the art direction just overall is, looks amazing. The first game as well, uh, I think the only knock on the first game was that it was too short, pretty much. And everything else is like 90-something percent on that game. It's the same studio here. Um, and it's a fully 3D, I don't know if I would say triple A, but um, it, it's reminding me of uh, Returnal. So it's, it's a roguelike uh, third person, fully 3, 3D rendered world. And uh, so if this is a thing that's going to be happening, I am all for it. As much as I like Returnal, like if people if they keep pumping this these things out i'm gonna keep playing them because so far they're betting a thousand but there's only been one so and this looks so good i think um you know the music from the first one a lot of people always talked about the look of it the look of this one already looks amazing um yeah i'm pretty excited about this so it's an early access and uh it says coming soon i think it a uh, fall i think I, I saw fall somewhere so, Emilio, could you uh, talk a little closer to the mic? You got quiet there. Or is it because Luna woke up? Um, maybe I touched some buttons. I think you might have touched a button or two. Anyways, sorry about that. There's orange. Oh, there, there we go. Before. Yeah. Oh, I got to go like this. There he is. Uh, well, you just got to calm down, but something like that. <laughs> I don't know if you got a deep throat in the middle. You're sounding much better. I'm happy how enthusiastic you are, though. That was great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Enthusiasm, that's the best part. Um, <laughs> what do you got, Bobby? Oh, boy. All right. I'm going to make it quick because apparently I sound terrible. No, you I'm sound try great. I'm off my video, too. We'll no, see dude. I think no, you're sounding I good now. we traded some video quality. All right. Well, for... well, you guys were talking about I don't know what. Wait, what? <laughs> While you guys were talking, I submitted a support to, to my ISP, so I don't know. Maybe they just immediately figured it. Probably not. <laughs> you get a reply from oh. Google. It <laughs> says, we don't care. <laughs> now Nick is so loud. This episode is going to blow people's eardrums out, and they're going to be, like, struggling to hear. It's all good. You're going to be like, what? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. All right, so the last game I want to talk about is called Imagine the Rat Project Stories. I think it's Imagine, might be Megan, Megan, I don't know. It's a weird looking game. So it's a card game, but like Grifflin's, it's RPG. So you don't just make a bunch of quick runs. You you actually have like a long-term game with characters that, that um, you build up. But it is card-based combat, and it's got this really uh, comic book style, you know, very thick strokes. It's got a, a comic-style art, and there is an emotion mechanic, which they, they don't really describe on the Steam page, but there are some screenshots where it looks like you have to make decisions, and those affect uh, the characters, and that's something that you have to balance as you play. Um, it, it could be good. It's being published by Glick, which I'm always a big fan of because of the uh, 
the games, oh, what are they? The ones with Rufus, the point and click adventure games, Deponia, the Deponia series. They've got a lot of games that they publish. Um, but there's, uh, the, the game is not out yet. It's coming out in 2023. So I don't know. We'll see if it's any good, but something to keep an eye on. Um, I, I'll talk about this later when I talk about Inscription, but I know. I really, really liked Rifflins, but the RPG element of it was, I, I don't know if I prefer that over the, the Slay the Spire quick run type of game where just, uh, uh, you know, you, you have a run, it's solely based on mechanics and, and randomness and you fail, then you start again. Um, I, I, I think I might prefer that over kind of the long-term games, but. Yeah, but something I'll, I'll keep an eye on. You know, I enjoy these card games. Cool. Should we just start this episode over? Because no, wow, <laughs> there was a point. Bobby, we'll do it live. Bobby was we'll do it live. Bobby was one pixel. Emilio was like finicking with his mic, and and Nick was like smashing. It. I don't know what he was doing. He was like playing the bongo <laughs> drums on like the drum of his mic. It was, your audio uh, was pretty good, actually, Bobby, on that one. Yeah, Bobby, but, your audio I mean, was great. That's a perfect uh, segue into a description, I think. Um, we are now in highlights. These are games that we have played and yeah. we either enjoyed or hated enough to talk about them here. Right. Well, yeah, I guess I'll keep talking while my uh, my internet is behaving. Um, I did play Inscription this week. I thought I was going to beat it. I was really excited to come on the podcast and say, I beat it and here's, like the, here's the scoop. But uh, this game keeps going and going. There's a lot of twists and turns here. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, it, it's kind of what I expected. I expected something really weird and out there and very meta and very full wall breaking. And it was all that. So it definitely lived up to my expectations. The card battling system in it, the mechanics of it are not on the same level as some other games, but still I feel it's better than it needs to be. Cause what you have here is a card dealer game, but outside of that, it's really a, an escape room game. You, um, you're playing, I don't know. It, it's hard to describe because uh, you're playing the game, but you're also a character outside of the game playing the game. Um, and I'm going to dance around some spoilers on this. So it might sound a little weird, but uh, you're trying to escape this room. And when you're playing card games, you have to be aware of, you can't just play to win the card game because it's bigger than the card game that you're playing. You have to do things with the games that you play to trigger things in the room that you're in so you can eventually escape it. So it and I didn't quite like this about the game, but you can um, actually uh, playing the game over and over again. So the actual like card game, like not the entire game itself, but the card game within it, I think I've beat it four or five times. Um, and I've done it so many times because it took me a little while to realize like, oh, I need to do this. And then that triggers something outside. And once that happens and I go back into the game and I do this, mm. um, so it is, it's a really good puzzle game. I, I have not played a game at all like this. It's, it's incredibly unique. And um, I looked up, I, I looked it up on how long to beat. Cause I was like, gotta be close. I'm like 10 hours into the game. How long to beat is 12 and a half. 
Um, but I, I do got to say that I spent a lot of time with the game just like idling while I was doing something else and then I came back to it. So that might be a little inflated. But still, I feel like I'm getting close to the end here. I, I, I thought I was. I thought I was getting close to the end and then it completely changed and I'm in this entire other part of the game where the gameplay completely changed. It's a card game, but it's a different style of game. And I'm like, I feel like I'm starting back at one here. It just opens up this whole new thing. And um, I have no idea how much, <laughs> how much more content there is. So I'll continue to play it and we'll see what happens. But um, I, I went back and I watched the trailer on the Steam page because I didn't want to spoil anything. And also I thought like, there are so many surprises in this game. I, I feel like it's almost a completely different game than being advertised in in the screenshots and the trailers. Um, but then when I watch the trailers, I'm like, oh no, they do have some of this stuff. They've got the uh, the FMV or the found footage things that you discover after a certain part of the game. They've got a few other things. So um, yeah, I guess those were there. I was just kind of more focusing on the the car game itself. Um, Emilio, how far did you get into this game? Because you played it before me. Well, it's hard to say, right? I would say like the third or fourth, maybe the fourth mask that the guy wears. Maybe that. Oh, okay. Right. So, I the mean, you're, you're, you're talking about the card game. It's so much bigger yeah. than that little card game, though. So you haven't escaped the cabin yet. No. I, um, I thought maybe the escaping the yeah. cabin was the end of the game, but no. Yeah, no, that's it. It turns into something else at that point. Um, yeah, the the boss the boss fight are pretty interesting, but I feel like once you beat it one or two times, it becomes pretty easy because you get so many upgrades. But yeah, there's I think three bosses. There's the um, the the miner, the angler, and then the carver. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, and then the the final boss, the the old man that you're playing against. Um, yes, yeah, four bosses. It, it's a really good game. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's is it dragging it's tough out? because it's, I have beat it, and I'm just like, no, I just kind of want to know where it's going and like what it, it opens up a lot of questions. It's very mysterious, and I kind of want some answers. And um, I don't know. I was hoping to get him at the end of like escaping the cabin, but uh, it kind of just created more questions. I feel like I'm. It's like Lost. You remember that show? It's like yeah. you, you want solution at the end of the season, and then they just open up a whole can of worms. And <laughs> at a certain point, it's just like there's more questions than answers here. So, yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. Maybe I'll finish it this week, and I'll, I'll be able to give some um, – I don't know. Even if I did finish it, I don't know if I'd want to spoil it because it is really enjoyable to discover these on your own. I do like the animation style. Like they have – kind of a retro look to to the game as you're supposed to be playing this game that's found on a floppy disk. But um, just the way the characters move with like kind of this jerky motion, it is, it borders on a horror game almost. It is kind of scary at points. You know what's funny, Bobby, is like, I, I was like, I'm not going to play this anymore. I'm going to play it on my Switch when I travel. And I, I could, mm -hmm. it was playable. It wasn't great. But here's the thing, you know, at the end, when you die, he takes a picture of you. That's the one thing I couldn't do on the, mm -hmm. on the deck. And I was just stuck there. There was no input that I could put to take the picture. And that's where I got stuck. It's like a shitty place to do it. And yeah, so I oh, couldn't weird. play it on it. Yeah. Dang. 
Um, I played. What I noticed school. right off the bat. And I, oh, all right, we're moving on. No, go for it. <laughs> no, I was going to uh, say that I knew right away, like, you've got to go into this game. And um, his other game, Pony Island, was like this too. You got to go into the game, like, thinking out the box. So when I started up the game, there were the typical things like settings, exit, new game, or continue. But new game, you not click on it, and you could only click on continue. So I was like, that's that's really weird, but it sets you up for like, hey, you got to, this is going to conform to like everything that you're used to with all the other games that you play. Eventually you do unlock, like when you get out of the cabin, then you unlock the new game, and then that takes you on another path. Um, but because the idea is that you found this uh, this game, someone you're picking up from someone else's playthrough and just kind of jumping into it. But yeah, this has some yeah. fourth, fourth wall breaking there. Yeah, a lot of that. Well, that's pretty cool. All right. Um, something. That okay, what has got? <laughs> something that didn't look like uh, it was on a <laughs> floppy drop. When we are, this is rough, guys. We are just bouncing all over the place. But um, Guilty Gear Strive uh, hit Xbox Game Pass, and I've got to say, so I've got two links. It's a, it's the same game, uh, but click on the first one. This is by far the best looking uh, 2D fighter I've ever played. Oh, not, yeah, 2D fighter that I've ever played. It's, it looks like an anime movie come alive and a good anime movie. Um, and funny enough, uh, the story of this game is like a full-fledged anime movie. Um, you, you can just let that play. And then every once in a while, the two characters will come together and you'll, you'll fight your way through that part. But yeah, it's a full-on anime movie. Now, it's also kind of like one of my my uh, pet peeves about it. Like, this game is so Japanese. Um, it's, you know, the it, every song is just heavy metal distortion. Um, imagine, not Imagine Dragons, what, what is a... Uh, Dragon Force, like Dragon Force type soundtrack. <laughs> it's just so much. It's just everything so much in your face. Um, the the narrator has to come in at the beginning of every match. Men are the worst thing in society. And what? Every and he says the same thing every time you fight. Every single time, even you playing online against other people, doesn't matter. He has this little spiel. It's like fuck off, dude. I just want to play the game. The best thing about this game is playing the goddamn game. Everything outside of it is so bad, um, but the game is great um, when you're actually playing, fighting another person. Um, the matchmaking was pretty terrible. You have to uh, like. You have this like little eight bit icon and you run him around and if you pull out your sword and they pull out their sword, that means you can fight each other. It's fucking stupid. And so I was running around trying to fucking pull like fucking show my before they show yours or whatever the fuck it was stupid. And then um eventually I found out that you can actually go to practice mode and just wait for a match. And that ended up being the best thing. Literally not once did I find one uh, a game with the sword showing uh, mechanic. It was dumb everything the menus everything is dumb in this game but the grain the game the fighting is spectacular it's uh it looks fantastic and it looks like 2d 
but I think it's actually 3D rendered or they're doing some sort of trick because when you do a finishing art or something like that and you finish the other person off, it'll take, um, it'll give you three angles. It'll freeze frame and move around the camera. So it's really impressive when it does that. Uh, as far as the gameplay itself, it feels like everybody's broken. It feels like everybody can do like a 60% damage move pretty easily um, compared to other games, you know, um, like to do that in Street Fighter, 60%, that would be a, like a high level combo um, for a high level player to pull that off that you're able to drop. This is like, you just do this, the ultra move or whatever, and, and that's 60% right, right off the bat. So of course I played the Zangief type character and I would, uh, the skills translated perfectly and I was just wrecking these fools. It was so much fun. Just like, so like a, in Street Fighter, a spinning pile driver is like maybe at its maximum 20% damage. The one, the one in this game with no special, with no power behind it, just a regular spinning pile driver is 60% damage. So you do two of those and you, and you win the game. Uh, somebody just walked in. Uh, anyway, so for free, I can, um, highly recommend this game uh for anybody who likes 2d fighting games um just to kind of bounce off of that the game is if you do like metal music it, i believe it won a bunch of awards uh for its music um and the media is pretty right uh a lot of people complain about the outside part of the games like the uh the interactions and like the story mode and all that kind of stuff but um the actual fighting it's is always the worst really part crisp. of any fighting game. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what, uh, I just saw an article, like I think on, on Wednesday where it's like, can fighting games just please have a decent fucking single player? <laughs> um, well, yeah, the, the down, the, the sad part about it is like, it was very well done. Like it's a whole fucking anime movie, but if you're not into anime movies, um, go fuck off you know like I, I don't know if it's good or bad i the art is incredible um but yeah it's just like uh, i don't know uh the only how many how many people on the roster do you remember it's not like only like 12 yeah that sounds about right maybe 14 something like yeah. that um the other link there is the steam page so it's 30 bucks on steam i didn't see the reviews on steam i think it's in the 90s though yeah, it's like a really good game, guys. If you can get past all everything that isn't the game, um, I, I can recommend it. Well, I mean, I, I think that was actually a pretty good review on the game itself. I, I've heard so many similar things being said about it. Um, but a game that hits on all fucking cylinders and that's just straight fire, no matter how many times you play it, is The Binding of Isaac. Can we all agree on that? Um, yep. So... so um, me and my wife, we play at least six times a week. Um, and it's always, it's always like right after our daughter falls asleep and we, you know, we kind of play it to unwind and talk cause you can always pause or you can just proceed through the game slowly. Um, this is a, like, for those who haven't heard us talk about the binding of Isaac for a long time, this is the roguelike. Like if you want to know a game to build like a roguelike, this is the one. Um, I've introduced a lot of my friends to this game and a lot of them have lost a lot of hours, uh, of, of playtime. I mean, they, they all love it. Um, it looks simple. It looks basic. Oh, it's just a 2d up, down, left, right shooter. Um, 
just the character design is hilarious. Um, the the amount of playable characters, the amount of type enemy types. Um, it's a great game. But what I wanted to talk about is this is one of the games where essentially if you one item can definitely make or break a run depending on what you're trying to do. However, what I will say is that um, for the first time ever playing this game, I got an item that has always been garbage. Like every single time it has been absolutely shit. Um, And what it does is that it gives you nine lives. And you would think that that would be a really good item, right? Uh, Every time you die, you just respawn and then you just continue the run beating bosses and stuff. Um, but what was interesting is that I was playing a character that I don't really play that often and the mechanic, because I was playing in co-op, were you playing the lost? Yes. Yeah. Um, the mechanic essentially allows you to resurrect in the room that you're currently in and it doesn't restart any boss fights. So Leslie, um, essentially did all the damage to the boss and I was tanking everything. Um, and we defeated the beast, which is one of the hardest bosses in the game, uh, with the lost, which is pretty hard. Um, if you haven't played this game or if you have, like, if you're a new listener, this is definitely a pickup when on sale and it is on sale right now. There is the base game and three DLC. This game has a super long history. Um, it was originally a Java game, um, on Newgrounds, I believe. If you remember Newgrounds, if you're fucking 80 years old. Um, and then it finally came out and then a, a DLC came out, which it doubled everything in the game. And then another DLC came out, like doubled everything in the game. And then the creator of the game was like, no more, we're done. I'm just going to make other games about it. And then he was inspired by a modder and then they worked together to make essentially another game that doubled everything inside the game. It added 16 new characters. Um, that just the most recent, um, the most recent DLC. So a definite pickup if you've never played it. It's on Switch, PlayStation, uh, Xbox, PC. It's great on the on the Steam Deck. It's on the fucking Nokia 6180. Like it's it's on a Blackberry. It's on everything. It's great. Hey, uh, Nick, just for people that are confused, how should they buy this game? Um, I would suggest going to um I would suggest going to Steam or going on to our Discord, and you should see a link. Uh, I believe we provide the links of everything we talk about on the on the on the Discord itself. If we don't, we start. We should start doing that. Um, but you can you go to the Binding of Isaac store page and just buy the complete bundle, uh, which is I, I think on sale for what is it right now? I can't see it. Thirty five dollars for all of them instead of sixty. Um, but you'll definitely get your money's worth. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Binding of Isaac. Um, hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so, hey, I'll take the reins. Speaking of something that uh, is worth your money and your money's worth, I'm going to talk quite a bit about the finals. Uh, the finals is going to be free, so it's absolutely worth your money because it costs zero decals for it. Um, I got right now, I think until March 21st, you can sign up to be a part of their play test. Um, it's next on game. So like they, they kind of reskin them off of basically counter striker games that work because there's definitely 
some vibes of like apex but it's not as fast moving as apex there's mirror edge elements in this game because you are ziplining and jumping and climbing walls and hardcore parkour all the way through um so what is this game right well this game is basically there are i believe four teams of three it is a shooter uh, you join in with your buddies to basically find these vaults. You open the vaults. There's like a few seconds where you're waiting for the money to accumulate into a vault. You grab that box of money and then you run to a payout area or cash out area, which is just like this like, ATM that kind of has this whole like casino, you won the jackpot kind of feeling. The entire game is essentially a, um, like a, a show a, a competition show where there's an audience watching in the map and so right now they have uh, monaco as one of the places and then seoul is another place they have two maps at the moment um i do know that they're planning on adding more i've been playing as much as i can of this and i've been playing with quite a few people from like the jew for you community and they love it and this has been a lot of fun for all of us because what's really cool with this game is that everything is destructible and so that has offered some really phenomenal uh, tactics where, like, we're sitting there all defensed up because you can have turrets and you can do these, like, what's called blue grenades where they just create these huge barriers. And so you sit there and you, you post up and waiting for this ATM essentially to pull out all the money. And then somebody just blows up the floor from under you and money falls and you fall. And there's already been a time where I was doing that, like just waiting and just looking and all of a sudden all of us falling and somebody killed me as I was falling multiple floors down because they just kept RPGing up through the floors from the bottom until they got to where the money is. And that shit to me is so hilarious with such great content. You literally use destroying things as like a way to have pinch points and get through and try and get the objective um this game is is super fun and awesome because the whole point is that you want to be the team that has the most amount of money and if your whole team gets wiped then you lose half of the money that you've accumulated so you don't want your whole team to die they have three different builds kind of for your character contestant and there's a lot of customization with this you can have them wear all kinds of different stuff with a different face you can have them have like a male-ish looking face but a very feminine body which is kind of fun and interesting they've got all these different like outfits like when i was playing um i think jew for you was like this beefy dude wearing a tutu and a white swan outfit running around on point just like killing people um and so the medium so like i said there's a uh, light medium and heavy builds and they play totally differently as well so like the heavy build is definitely much more of what you imagine of like your tank running through you have like a special ability of being able to have a shield where everybody can run behind and you have a lot of things that help you blow through stuff and so you're definitely like the big heavy hitter you can run with a sledgehammer or a flamethrower um and i personally like meaty build i think it's kind of all around in the middle especially with my internet being so testy uh because the meaty build is definitely much more rounded you can either kind of go a more healing route or you can use a device like a turret gun to lay it down on one of the things that i've been really loving doing is as soon as i get to like a, con a contested point where like say there's a bunch of people because uh, if there's a team doing a cash loadout, then everybody can be notified and then you can run to try and steal money out from under them. 
and we've done that a few times and every time i do that i love to lay down a turret and then run and like flank the person that's aiming at the turret so that way that i'm shooting them on the side so like that's kind of a fun tactic as well to do that um but this game i think is just honestly great like i'm having so much fun playing it when i can play it it's it's really fantastic they move so well and fluid there hasn't been a lot of like crazy moments there's a clunkiness to this that i think that they i think it's intentional it kind of works like the clunkiness works but otherwise the movement is incredibly smooth that like aiming was pretty solid the gunplay itself is pretty solid i know that the guys that i was playing with um one of them said that it does kind of remind him of tf2 as well or that like it's casual enough that people are going to have fun playing it but it has a lot of opportunity and moments to be like kind of an esport because they do have tournaments and there is games and so uh, it's kind of like you are going to be able to be as casual or sweaty about it as you want, which I think is really cool. Um, I don't think there's a release date out yet. It just says coming soon. But it seems like they're doing what like other uh, other games that we were talking about is doing, like Dark and Darker and um, uh, what was the one you were talking about? The Wandering Village, where they are doing these play tests and kind of like fine-tuning it before they release it. And I think they're doing the same here. They will have a battle pass. I did see that, I think. And um, I'm sure they'll have like bullshit cash shop, cash shop kind of stuff because they do already have somewhat of like a currency where you can buy outfits, but it does seem to be all cosmetic so far. Um, I do wish that they had more customization in the guns because it is kind of just like if you're a heavy build, you get an option of like three or four guns and that's about it, you know, and and that's kind of really it. So really, if you want to play, be playing with a whole bunch of different guns, you'll have to kind of change your build. But the light build is pretty fun as well because you can run around and turn completely invisible. And then also the gadgets that they have in the game are pretty cool. You have like heat peaking monitors. So that way the people that are going invisible, you can actually see them. There's like um, detection rays and detection probes, which are cool as well. But I've been really enjoying this game because I feel like with the destruction element of it, it, it just totally changes the way that the shooters play, which is so much fun to me. And I don't know, I just feel like it's somewhat too like a, a fucking troll like shooter game which is great because it's just there's so many moments where it's like you blow a hole into the stairs because you know that people are going to be running up the stairs and not looking and then they just keep falling down like it's just and that's way to like trap them and so i just think it's hilarious i have not heard of it is this like a mixture between payday and uh, mirror's edge like it looks so cool it looks awesome we talked about this last week oh you weren't here last week <laughs> neither of you were. we talked yeah. a lot about this last week oh yeah, shit. But she yeah. actually played it i do have some questions uh amanda H how do you get the cash that you're going to put in the atm uh so you have to first run to a vault so they usually will have like two vaults maybe three they'll be like vault a vault b vault c so you would run to that and then you have to wait a moment while vault like kind of collect all the money and then you pick up like this box and you run with it, which has the money. Uh, so you're essentially running with that vault, right? And it has the money. And so you're running across and actually everybody else can see you. They can see how much money, but they don't know that it's exactly you. They can just see that there's $7,000 like moving across the map huh. and they can go chase that um, to try and take that money from you as you are running to basically the big ATM or cash out point and it's so cinematic like it's, it's just 
it's entirely designed like a game show. It looks like a game show. Your characters are your contestants. Like, and it's just hilarious how they have it. Everybody's got like these poses and it's just, the music is all synth wave. So it's like really fun as well. And I, I think that the music and the track and stuff is really great as well. I just, I love this game. So I think it's going to be awesome once it gets released and it's fucking free. Like it's excellent. Do you think you'll need a team to play? So I played a lot with randos. And then another thing too, is that if you get into the play test, there's actually a way for you to generate two steam keys so that way then you can have friends play with you. Then you can have two other people and create like a squad with that. Um, and I mean, it's certainly a team game. If you have one person running off and trying to kill everyone, you're going to fail for sure. Like you can't one man this game at all. Like you definitely need to coordinate and work together and, it certainly helps to have three different builds although i've absolutely won with everybody being a medium build so you know take that with a grain of salt but it's definitely a lot better if you can get everybody working together and coordinating and voice chat is by default uh select off and there's no push to talk so i did notice that not too many people are talking in the game um and i do feel like it's definitely much more fun when you do play with friends but you really don't need to like a lot of the times that i won i was just playing with random people but you are going to have to kind of establish in a sense like a semi pecking order like right off the bat like you're gonna have to follow somebody or like you take lead and then that they follow you that kind of thing because you definitely need to be going with your unit so two more questions Stace. uh when you when you're going to make your deposit you have to like touch this atm for a little while and defend it or is it just yes. instant no okay. you have to touch and defend it and then it, an announcer will be like so the team of different names there's like one called like the live wire there's one that's like boundless and there's like the kingfish and and an announcer will call out like the kingfish have initiated a cash out and so then like everybody knows where that cash out is and they can see the progress of it so there's been certain times depending on where you're at where you think you have everything defended and you're like, yeah, we got all these great points and stuff. And then like right at the end, in like the last few seconds, somebody blows up all of the structures around you and steals your money just right out from under you. And you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> when I was so watching, uh, when I was watching somebody stream this, um, I thought it was so great because I don't know if you guys remember the game Teardown, which is like a demolition um, game. So, you know, you have to make a path from because once you steal the item, the alarms go off and you only have a certain amount of times to get out of there or whatever. And so you have to make the clearest path. So you demo, you demo walls and you demo. And then I saw that in this game where like the guy's like, I know the ATMs on the other side of this wall. I'm just going to wait for something. And then he blew a hole in the wall and then he jumped on the ATM like when he needed to. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think too that the cash out areas are pretty neat as well or at least the ones that they tend to have like one of them in seoul there's this three platforms on a floating train that just kind of goes around the outskirt of the map and so if you can if you can kind of defend and have your whole team on that moving platform i just feel like that is like the most op kind of shit that you can do because it's the way that it is is that it's like always kind of moving, right? And it's moving on the complete outskirts 
outskirts of the map and there's only a few areas where somebody could jump on the platforms otherwise they can try to jump but they will fail and they'll die and it's very fun to watch people jump to their death because they're trying to get to you to kill you then like i said with these things that are the goo grenades they essentially create these huge like puffy clouds they look like they're goo i guess but like it's it's like a solid wall that people have to destroy and get through and so with that three platform thing you really can kind of like design this really great defensive thing or put turrets out so that way turrets are just constantly lighting up people as you're moving across the map it's just it's a wonderful spot but there's there's some other ones that are like not as good as well and i've seen too like i really love the demolition thing as well because i've seen somebody like destroy a chunk of the roof and then they go to like the perfect sniper spot and they can just look through this hole and just be killing people as they run up this building without even realizing that there's like a perfect vantage point for a sniper to take them out so it's just it's been really fascinating to see how different the, the gameplay and the tactic is with this but i'm having a lot of fun with this game it's really awesome i um, can't wait to try this out this looks awesome i did that same thing in a coconut tree back in nam but i can't really talk about <laughs> that uh so i am really looking forward to that game the only other game that i'm looking forward to as much as that one is diablo 4 i played it for about 20 minutes so i'm not going to really talk about it other than the graphics were incredible like um it I was just, you know how games will go from the cutscene, and then there some games will impress you and be like, it's not a cutscene. This you're going right into the game. This did that in a top-down game, like an isometric view. So like, you have your fully rendered character with I don't know how many pixels that takes or polygons that takes to make, and then it shrinks it down. And you're like, wow, they're pushing all those. You're getting so much unnecessary detail in these characters. It's crazy. Anyway, you guys played it a lot more than me, I, I'm assuming. Uh, what were your thoughts? First things first, can we talk about the fucking opening cinematic? Yeah, dude. I, I, I wasn't even sure if it was live action, dude. Like, I kept thinking it was live action. Uh, we got audio coming in from yeah. Sniper. Who's Oh boy, sniper! You're really. I mean. Oh, sorry. I can't hear it because it's muted talk, for me. So that's great. Talk about, talk about the cherry on top of this episode. Dude. This is do, yeah. We're doing so great. We're doing I great. think if we could uh, summarize this, this this whole episode is like when Emilio dropped the fucking Mexican coke and it just went. God, I I, I was in the shower the other day and I just started laughing. Like I, I was just thinking about it. It was so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, Nick. Nick's breathing. You know how is... many levers we're gaining right now? We're gaining all. Oh the my dude! Right so, so many, many levers. levers. So many. So many levers. Um. um stop oh, playing man. the goddamn stop. fucking video, stop. Jesus oh Christ! God. Wait, wait, wait! I I just had to mute it. Okay, I think we're good. I think we're good. Oh man. Oh yeah, but that intro is cinematic, and well, that was amazing, and the launch was an absolute like, shit show, like like it normally is for Blizzard, right? Like it was long like cue lines. It's just so much DCing as well. I, I ended up not getting. I ended up just waiting a day, just being that guy. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna fucking try to play it the first day, and then I had no problems. I didn't get DC'd after like three hours of playing. I didn't have any problems at all. Um, the the only thing is that some things need to be at, like optimized when it comes to, like transitions between that those cutscenes, mm-hmm. but 
the uh i do love the talent system now do you guys what are you, what are you guys your feelings on that well truthfully when i tried playing i tried playing on the very first day and i definitely got hit with a lot of the long stuff but i also was kind of like i don't really give a shit because i was like slinging the finals in between it so i was just like okay well i'm just gonna wait as well but i wasn't able to get too crazy far like i just started unlocking stuff so yeah you should take the raids i do like it a lot and definitely plan on playing a lot more of it uh to talk about it so more will come but yeah anyway as you were saying with the talents so yeah so i i played the wizard what classes did you guys play oh the sorcerer yep all day what about you amelia oh wait he's talking to someone else of course um i gotta show you guys her hair come here come here please come here Hold on. For those who don't have video, Amelia is about to have a heart attack. Her hair is so. <laughs> it looks like it looks like she went and uh, styled her hair as obnoxious as she could possibly do it. Come here, please. <laughs> Come here, yeah, here, please. I'm here so we can make fun of you. Nice. <laughs> She's not gonna come. No. I've ne- I've known her for eight years. I've never seen anything like it. Wow. Um. Yeah, so it it seems to be like a like a branching path, right, Nick? Like you, yeah, you invest in one thing and it takes you in a certain direction, which we've seen before. But this is almost like um, I feel like so you're more it it's more committing you to a certain path than other games. Kind of. So it, the way the way I I can kind of describe it is almost like amoeba like where. In the beginning, you're given four choices for abilities, right? And which is really weird because, for example, the um, the wizard or sorcerer, I can't remember the official name of it, there's four abilities. There's two electric ones, there's a frost one, and a fire one. The fire one is an actual like uh, like arrow that you can fire. And the frost one is the same thing. It's kind of like a projectile. But the shock one has like a shock where you can kind of like do it in a cone in front of you. Um, like an arc? Yeah, exactly. So I, I tried every single ability out just to see the differences and how and like the play styles, and they are very different. Um, Which one did you like the most? Because I went with fire, is what I went. Uh, I went with the frost. So I went with frost left click, and then um, I went with the right click of chain lightning, and then I did a bunch of other stuff later on. But uh, the game just seems to be ridiculous as sam's hair which i just saw right now did you show it <laughs> just, Miss it. come back come back dude, she looks Daddy, like a back. she looks like don't be a menace <laughs> yeah yeah she does she does oh, yeah. oh okay perfect wonderful <laughs> like, like, it's coming out both sides i don't know if you can see there you go <laughs> <laughs> That made this got uh, some wings. That's good. Yeah. Just made this episode ten times better. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I think it, as long as they don't do anything scummy with this game, where they you know make gems locked behind paid content, I think it'll be a great game. Yeah, they've obviously put a lot of fucking work into it. There's a lot of crunch time. Um, the characters, the art, the the it's it's all Diablo, but it's a lot more grimier than Diablo three. And I'm happy to fucking see that. I am tired of the purple lasers. I am tired of these fucking bright ass colors and these dumb things. And it doesn't feel like a horror game or it doesn't feel like a, a dark hell like game. Um, meanwhile, this shit is gruesome as fuck. Um, 
spoiler warning for the first five minutes of the game, you wake up um, after being conked in the well, not conked in the head. Um, you wake up in a like a room full of chopped up bodies, and then some guy feeds you some drugs. Um, but I don't want to do any spoilers. And wow. It's pretty fucking gross. That wasn't my intro. My intro with the barbarian was a little different. And also, uh, some of the after I built my character, they played a cutscene, and the cutscene was yeah beautiful, and it had my character that I just built mm-hmm. in it. And that uh, um, the technical achievement there is pretty impressive as well. Um, the only way they can fuck this up at this point, I feel like, well, um, the animations were a bit off, and the you know the enemies were kind of j- jumping all over the place. But I, that's all going to be smoothed out. That, that's that's one thing I wanted to bring up. There was some moments where, like, I was running at one hundred and forty-four frames a second. Um, but there were moments where like you would walk through a doorway and then you'd be like, your game stuttered for like two seconds or a second. You'd be like, Oh, all the enemies just spawn in the rest of the dungeon. Um, and it's pretty, it's pretty noticeable to say the least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the monetization here is really going to be, or the secondary, this is a $70 game. Uh, the secondary wave of monetization is really going to be, uh, whether or not, they fuck this thing up or not i mean it's beautiful you can see that the the skill tree is something original um it i'm sure they're gonna smooth out the gameplay um yeah i'm uh, so I, far I mean, they only have like what two months left yeah. right well yeah. and they're so this week like this weekend's kind of like the first wave of beta testing and things like that and then next weekend is going to be open beta testing of people to try and stuff so it de- hopefully they will like hash out a lot of the things as well because yeah there's a lot of like buggy moments even i was kind of like running around and then all of a sudden everything spawned you know i was like well okay fuck but it ends up still being like all right and it's yeah it's beautiful for sure and i don't know i just feel like this this is like a really nice like nostalgic kind of thing with the elements and darkness and macabreness of like Diablo 2 but some things from Diablo 3 that are nice and work as well and I don't know I, I dig it I like what I'm seeing I've never played a Diablo game before is this like when you talk about nostalgia will this be fun for someone who hasn't played someone it? new 100 percent if you Absolutely. like top down dungeon raiders and like uh RPG, crazy you know? boss fights um, for those who didn't get in the playtest or, 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 or who didn't pre-order the game or was afraid to pre-order the game and want to know a little bit of mechanical differences. So every character now has a dodge ability. Um, and so it's either a jump or a roll or like a dash. And it's all bound. To, it's a space bar. Um, it's the same classic shit where you have fa- four abilities and then two minor abilities, which kind of just do your normal damage. Um the game, the playtest is only the first chapter, and there's people that are getting like 12 hours out of that one chapter. Um, I have a buddy who hit level 25, killed the world boss, and still has more shit to do, and he wanted to play all three characters, and he can't. Um, How many chapters are I in the final next... game, do we know? I, we don't know. Um, the previous game, I think, had five chapters. Cool. I think um, five is the hard number, dude. I feel like yeah. two, three, four all had... I, I'm. I'm kind of just floating that out there, but I think it's all five yeah. chapters. I so me and my friends, we kind of had like a council of like gamer moment where we were like, okay, what what's our what's our like 
what's our ruling on this? And we were like, it's the perfect combination of Diablo 2, Diablo 3, and Path of Exile. Um, it's just the way that I you... Um, it's just the way you kind of play the game, how smooth it is, the art style, the way the world bosses work is almost like new world ish where you don't see the other players in your area until you do the world boss. Um, and so it, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's like, a it's heavily sharded and I I think they did that really well with, I mean, with, with wow. And they're doing it with this game just to save like processing power not have to have like 80 people in one zone all that kind of stuff um i think they have so much room to to do things with and as long as they do it right people are gonna love it if they start making like i said like in the mobile game where if they start making gems purchasable or ways to advance gems by paying then it's game over i will not play this game at all and the reason being is like this so this game Every Diablo since Diablo 2 has like this this dynamic, right? You can play the single player game or or you can play with your friends and do the story mode, which is, you know, pretty long in itself, but as soon as you break you beat the story mode, you start doing dungeons repetitively and they're randomly generated with randomly generated enemies and randomly generated bosses. Um and you start what is known as in the past as pushing keys. If this game does that right, then this, you know, Diablo Diablo 4 can last a very very long time. Is that kind so. of the charm of the game? Is it expected yeah. for you to keep playing after the story mode? So, yes. Um Diablo 3 is so big on playing after the story mode that they just started their 28th season last week or 2 weeks ago. Damn. And a, a season it means all your character progression is gone. Everything is gone. And you beat the actual. Well, that's game. only if you play a seasonal character. Exactly, exactly. It's only if yeah. you play. A, yeah, I part of my part of myself. It's only if you play a seasonal character, and all your seasonal characters are saved. You just can't play the same seasonal character the next season. I'm excited. So you for start this. off. Like yeah, Chris, have you ever played an action RPG? Uh, an ARPG, you know, like a Diablo Torchlight. No. Torchlight. No. no. Wow. Not, Maybe you should really. start with one. Well, my God, you're gonna lose your life. Possibly. It could be. Yeah, this... I haven't bought a $90 game before, and that scares me, but it sounds well, awesome from what you're saying. So the $90 version is the... So I don't know what's $90 in place. 90 oh, 90 cad. That's right. That's right, that's right. Which yeah, is yeah. still don't, a lot of 90 money. Dickles. Nick, yeah. Nick, I mean, sorry, Chris, don't start here. Play Torchlight 1. You can probably get it for $5. Uh, I think, isn't it on Game Pass? $5.50 Canadian. And you know, <laughs> five fifteen. Uh, <laughs> and you, you and your lady friend can play at the same time. Yeah, and... I think we'd like that. You know, she struggles yeah. with, uh, well, not struggle. Yeah, struggles is the right word with the first person making uh, her queasy. Uh, but everything top down, like mm-hmm. Hades, she's really into. So if we could play together, that would be awesome. Oh, okay, so down, you, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is exactly like Hades. But just imagine, like, as far as like the the way that the game is perceived, like, and, and the way it's played. But as imagine way more customability and not a game where it's a roguelike, but it's just a really long story um, that kind of fans out. And then the replayability is arguably more than Hades. Or shit, play yeah. Diablo 3 just just do the, the campaign, just the story mode. That, that'll put you too. right there. Yeah, that's an option. I'm trying to think yeah. what the best ones are. I mean, like I really so, liked... Um, what's the one that I talked about at John's house? Um, 
that's epoch but i don't want you to spend that much money i want you to find out whether or not you like it thanks for looking out for me yeah so torchlight torch torchlight 3 is on uh game pass by the way okay cool oh it's also 75 percent off on steam ten dollars canadian damn it's a hot cup of joe but still it wasn't (laughs) it was on game pass now you gotta buy it but yeah buy torchlight one um i think you'll probably lose your life to this game uh if you're (laughs) if you've never played a diablo i'm i'm serious dude yeah, I lose my life to a lot of games. Yeah. It's it doesn't take a lot. It just takes. It's like not, a really it's good not game. like it's not like marry off your your daughter to your like to the the Duke of Edinburgh kind of bullshit. Like, <laughs> but it's more like I gotta keep killing demons and go yeah. people because it's fun to do with my friends. Smash Leslie cut. loves Diablo. It's amazing. S- Smash cut to uh, next week. Uh, Chris is like, uh, yeah, I had to delete it from my computer. And then I also threw, <laughs> yeah, right. I threw my house. I threw my hard drive in the frozen lake that we have in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So kind of bringing it back a little bit to Diablo Four. Uh, it's pretty damn fucking great. Uh, additionally, to next week when we have another like open beta, that is when you'll be able to play the Necromancer and the Druid. I wish I'll be able to play, but I can't. So, I, Nick, you'll have to check that out. My main, I think, will most likely be... So, I have a homie that plays Barbarian. I have a homie that always plays, um, like, the Rogi class. I'm most likely going to play Druid because my other friend is going... Because it's it's a party of four. Uh, you can play one, two, four. So, one, two, three, you or four. You want a Necromancer, buddy? That's what I always I play. Mean, <laughs> I, I used to play the Witch Doctor, which was, like, the Necromancer-ish of Diablo mm-hmm. three. But I think I'm going to go Druid because uh, my other buddy's going to play Necromancer. Oh, so nice. we're all going to actually try to play together because we all play the beginning of the game. But the fact that so many people are getting so much out of it on the first weekend is pretty telling, especially if you have like limited amount of time. This game will last you quite a while. I saw the character creator and I was like kind of sold on just social media. I, just, I love character creators. I spend so long in character creation. And I love them too. This one's great. By what's, default, what's... it's if there's an necromancer in a game that uh, that's my top pick on anything ever. Then after that would be like a ranger with a pet, and then after that probably a barbarian. Mine yeah. would be necro, and then druid, and then ranger. And then the druid ranger. looks sick and sick in this game, dude. Yeah. Like the druid. Oh man, he he looks like a magey barbarian. Too. Oh yeah. yeah. God. Yeah, he looks like he just gets in there and then fuck shit up, or he can damage shit with like lightning bolts from everywhere. Like it's crazy. It, 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 it just looks good. I just can't wait to play it. Is Diablo Four going to be good, guys? Like, <laughs> I hope. Looking, it's I, looking. I hope it, so. may, it may I be Blizzard's like it. last fucking like claw to not be the shitter company that it has been for the past fucking five years. But what were you saying? Just, Nick? Like they might put some pay to win stuff in it or pay to. I'm no, what I'm saying that. is, so what it is. Okay, so. After you beat the game, right, there's that replayable aspect, which is like the other half of the game. In the mobile game, they made it so that you can pay to level up these things called gems. Now, gems and are kind of like in every kind of RPG. It's like, oh, you can attack faster, or this gem will give you plus five strength. But in Diablo, there's legendary gems, and they'll start to change your abilities. Like, maybe you'll have an ability where you're... Your barbarian will spin around in a circle and hit everything around him. But if you have a legendary gem for that ability, you'll start shooting out tornadoes, right? And you've been able to level up legendary gems in the past in 3 and in the mobile game. But in the mobile game, you could pay to make that leveling up more fast. You can make it instant even. And you can just become insanely strong 
just by paying to win. So right? it is and pay it, to win it, then. No, Diablo the mobile game was. Right. But the, you're saying the third if they, one it is a mobile not, game. But you're saying if they yeah. put that in this game, that would ruin it kind of for you. That would that would ruin the game. Right. 100%. Because it's just the the whole point of it like I in Diablo 3, I've been in the top 100 players for my class in my country. Um in, in in one of the seasons and it's very rewarding to get to that point i mean i was playing like eight hours a day seven hours a day <laughs> it's a different it's fucking i can't do that shit no more but what i'm saying is it takes away that fun when you realize oh man all this fucking grinding's for nothing when i can pay 30 bucks to level up my gem instantly it takes you know? the fun out of it for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so. i'm gonna float this out there i don't know if it's worth seven. how often do uh things on battle.net go on sale it's not very often, ne- like right? never oh, never dude. right i think it's yeah, christmas and never. chinese new year that's it i'm almost Damn. gonna it's a possibility that just you're gonna get so much with just the campaign and all the characters that it might be worth it for that i mean I, i'm i'm not saying that it is obviously i haven't played it that much or anything but i i think it's a possibility if they do everything right that you'll have enough content and um, work that's been put into the game that it might constitute a $70 game. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like that. They're, they have a fully rendered model and then they zoom out and I don't, it's, just, it's seamless. It's, it's seamless. It's, it's crazy. Usually when you have a, usually in Diablos, by the way, sniper, you never see your character's face. You're just wearing a helmet. You're running around. You're blowing shit up. This, you actually make your character and they zoom in. They zoom into it. You have cutscenes. They're all fully rendered. Like it's it's pretty gnarly. I would say it's if you want nice. more interest into like the world of Diablo, like what has been in the past in the lore or in it, whatever, just like a little dab, like a little little taste of acid. Um, <laughs> I would say watch the opening cutscene. Just go on YouTube, look up Diablo Four cutscene. I think it's twelve minutes long. Like it's pretty fucking I'm long. Not, I'm not honestly a big cutscene guy like you are uh like i can appreciate it but uh what's selling me more is kind of um just the look and feel of the game you know like i like i, will, I like how it looks i will say well, blizzard I'm, is I'm, the pixar of cutscenes they, yeah, exactly they're they're they number the, one actually i'm kind of with you too sniper i'm not always the biggest fan of cutscenes. i'm kind of like just let me in i want to fucking play and so usually i don't want to like sit there and watch 12 minutes of of something but it is good like it it's definitely enjoyable and i mean it's certainly uh like it's yeah it's very pretty it's done really really well fastidious was playing on a 4k monitor and he said that it was such a treat and like just absolutely stunning in 4k nice um anybody that has that so like that is really cool but to me it's always been about like yeah the hack and slash of playing and it's fun that feels fantastic too i don't think the i don't think you'll get annoyed or bored or like frustrated at the cinematic oh no no no. i don't i usually just skip them because i want i'm so excited to play the game like that's I, I mean, obviously, you can't play the game until next week. So, if you want to kill twelve minutes, yeah. <laughs> watch, watch, facts, watch that cutscene because yeah. it, it'll get you into it. You'd be like, "Damn, some hardcore shit!" I kind of want to play I'm this scared. Game. I don't want to lose my life. Okay, thanks for sherping me through Diablo, people. I appreciate All right, it. And now a word from our sponsor, um, us. So, uh, <laughs> I bought a shirt, or Sam bought me a shirt that I didn't know she had bought and i thought we made a bunch of sales actually we had made some sales guys other than that it's cool people are buying shirts it's awesome um i have 
I won't say that it's um, <clears throat> Mortal Kombat, but it is a 2D fighting inspired game or shirt. That looks pretty amazing. Let's yeah, that is pretty drip, cool. Everybody catch the drip. <laughs> That's drip, what we drip. call DLG drip. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anytime uh, you want to look as cool as I do, you can go ahead and pick that up at dlgaming.net. What I what I will say, okay, as a official third party, and that's now first party, um, Emilio has never had style ever in his life. He's never ever once wore nice clothing. But as soon as he puts on that that DLG shirt, I'm like, dude, he's the greatest uncle in the world. So, <laughs> it's true. It's all true. It's the greatest uncle. So buy buy a shirt, become the greatest uncle or aunt or whatever, and uh, <laughs> show some love. <laughs> Hey, Nick, how about What's you up? run listener questions since Bobby is uh, one well, pixel? Bobby's come back from one pixel. He looks great. I wonder if he sounds great. You know, he looks pretty stable over there. Yeah, I don't know. Trust. No, nope. immediately. No. <laughs> it's a false flag. False flag. Okay. It's a plant. <laughs> Bobby just came from the river sticks. You're like, look, he's fine. He's not drowning. And he comes up and he's a skeleton. <laughs> This is fine. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is the end of the show where we go over listener questions. Um, you can always submit a listener question through our Discord if you have any funny questions for us. Um, if your question is too gnarly to air, sometimes we will bundle those questions and end them, uh, put them in a not safe for work episode and discuss them there. Um, for our first, For our Patreons. Um, Patrons, they are, I believe. Sorry. And just Patrons. a little nitpick. A little nitpick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our first question is by Pyronicle. I see a bookshelf behind Sniper. What is the middle shelf? Fourth book from the right, page 192, second sentence. Okay. Uh, one sec. You can ask the next question and I'll come back with it. Um, we have false Josiah. What's your bathroom song? Like when I'm making the urine at work, I like to sing 16 tons. Kind of seems appropriate for how many hours I work. Hmm. That's a good one. I'm not a musical person, unfortunately. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, bathroom song. I mean, it's most of the time as bad as it sounds like 90s house music or early 2000s metal. Uh, I, that's fun. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's, it would be like usually. So Spotify at the end of the year right, tells you like what you listen to the most and what your genre is. And so the bulk of my music apparently goes under the category of vaporwave, whatever the fuck yeah. that is. It's basically though like kind of housed and lo-fi in a sense as well. There's this song that I play all the time though when I was taking a shower. And it's just called I'm a Party. And they're just like, I'm a party inside of my head. <laughs> <laughs> And the whole song is about not wanting to go out because you are your own party in your house. Amanda, that sounds like the perfect song for you. That sounds like your Pledge of Allegiance yeah. every morning. It's like, That's I'm why a it's party my bathroom song. in my yeah. head. That's why it's my bathroom song. Yeah. Sniper, because Emilio's not here and he's currently chasing uh, his family, uh, what's, your, what's your bathroom song? Oh, I thought he went to Pete. I thought it was like really topical. I don't have a bathroom oh, song. I'm there to do business and I'm out. 
I don't, you don't, you don't listen to anything when you shower or anything? No. Be playing its business you have a bathroom a podcast, maybe? I don't have a bathroom yeah. podcast. Get bathroom book on tape? I do have a bathroom. <laughs> I do have a bathroom book for when I'm taking a shit. Like, I like to read. It's like a free book at the Who end of the year. Me? Like, after 12 months, you're like, ah, oh, I read one extra book. That's nice. Nice. Um, I listen to whatever podcast I'm listening to. I usually, well, not usually, but. Sometimes I'll play a podcast. During. I don't listen. Somebody the other day was like, "What's what kind of music do you listen to?" I was like, "Podcasts. That's my genre of music. Like that's all I ever listen to, and it's great in the shower." Emilio is one of those people that he doesn't listen to music. So if you find a good song and you share it to Emilio, be like, "That's really awesome. I'm done listening yeah. to it. That's yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, this wasn't what song you listen to. It was what song you sing. When he's making the urine at work, he likes to sing. And it just says, "What's your bathroom song?" Right? Oh, it's, but do yeah. you guys sing as you poo or pee? No, no, no. you don't have a. You know, I pee you don't in have, the I'm yeah. a parent. If I make any noise in the bathroom, my kid's gonna want to fucking kick the door down to join me. You don't have just... a tingle jingle? Crazy. Okay, so <laughs> hey, it's pretty good. So there's a few songs that I'll sing. The book is Champions of the Force by Kevin J. Anderson. Because I'm a Star Wars nerd, I got them all on deck. And the sentence is, I'm heading towards the prison, Lando said. That fortress should have withstood the attack from space. That makes Man. complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a Star Wars book. Yeah. Should have. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was a good. I like that, Pyronicle. Keep, keep those coming. This is hey, uh, a uh, good one. Here's a, so, oh, fuck. Who is the guy who produces all the music? He produces... Um, Dr. Dre, Pharrell. Uh, no, uh, he, he did um, Serge Tankian. What what is that? Um, System uh, of a Down. Yeah, System of a Down. So they're yeah. doing, you know, their they're, they're number one song, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Chop Suey. Wake up. Yeah, yeah. And so th- he got to a certain point in the song, and they're 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 trying to record it, and he's like, I I don't know what to write here. I don't, I have no idea what to do. And the guy who he. he he produces Chili Peppers. He, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Guy. Yeah, old white guy, big beard, Santa Claus yeah. looking guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he goes, go over there and pick a book. So he picks a book and he goes, pick a page and pick a chapter. And he pick, he does it all. And that's the whole, when that song slows down, he goes, why have you forsaken that's from a book. me? That's from a book <laughs> on the wall book, oh while God. they're recording. That's hilarious, yeah. and it's and That's it's great. killer. That's awesome. It seems like yeah. it was, yeah, yeah. I I've been going to stand up, and that's like a bit. Like they'll take a random book, and then that the scene will start with that dialogue, and it usually works awesome. Like, yeah, that's good. Um, for those who're gonna do stand up, Christian, uh, I've been thinking about it. I'd go to this you like tiny be. group uh, and just testing it out right now, but we'll see. I- I think everybody thinks about it, dude. But like, nothing stopping, nothing is stopping you right now. This unless you live, unless you live in a fucking comedy drought town that doesn't have an open mic night. Is that, <laughs> is that where you live, Nick? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Trust me, I've been wanting to do stand up for years, but there's <laughs> nothing here. Yeah. The, the stand up, the, the quote unquote stand up club that's near me is a. Stripper club that is known for infamous. <laughs> <laughs> Infamous dancers. What about and when you're mo- where you're moving? Is there a San in San Antonio? Antonio? Yeah, there's there's so many stand up clubs in San Antonio. So if you don't do it by this time next year, you're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, so we can. No, I'll, I'll probably do it. I'll probably record it. Just make everybody laugh. I'll invite. Right. I'll invite everybody up. Great. That'd be awesome. Cool. Nice. cool. 
Um, all right. Next question we have uh, from King Tehran, a.k.a. Sniper. Um, I love watching you guys live, <laughs> listening to the show while I work and harassing Nick on YouTube. My question is, can you guys make a schedule so that people uh, that watch the live show know when you're coming on? Lately, the show has been all over the place. Well, King Tehran or Tyron, whatever the fuck you want to be called. Uh, it's we're working like, on... uh, hey, guys, love the show. Can you get your shit together? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what this is. Uh, we appreciate the honesty. Um, we are using a new platform. We're trying to get everything to work. We have it's it's a little bit more difficult when we have um, you know cast members that move or cast members that are in the process of like large life events. We always have Bobby and Emilio as the core cast members. They are the one, and and Sniper as well. He's the producer, obviously. Um, but uh, Bobby and Emilio are always around. I don't think Bobby has ever missed an episode. Or, or yeah. Um, well, that's for France. Yeah, except for France. France. Uh, we well, did, we baked. Yeah, we, we didn't record any episodes. We did recordings. Um, we are trying to get things together. I, I think in the next probably two, three months, we will get things set in stone. We'll have a, a, a specific time. We'll start doing the cast or try to get on the cast. There's When you deal with the internet and podcasting, there's always an issue, right? But we do release our podcast the same time, not live. Um, I believe, is it Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> Tuesday, 6 a.m. Tuesday. Same time for years and years and years. Bobby Old Reliable. Bobby Old Reliable. Used to be on Mondays. We switched it to Tuesdays. <laughs> Monday's always a terrible day to do anything. Mondays and Fridays, you never want to do anything. Yeah. But yeah, as far as the live show goes, I, I thought we were going to commit to uh, 12.30 p.m. PST, yeah. but yeah, we've kind of been bouncing around a lot. And Sometimes Amelia you know, has to work, it, right? It's, it's tough when you get five people and you're trying to make everyone's schedule work it across three always... time zones, right? Or exactly. Um, and and yeah. what's nice about when I do move to San Antonio, uh, or me and my family moves to San Antonio, is that we will be closer and the time difference will be less, um, which will be a lot more easier to work around and things like that. Um, but yeah, I thought you were central now and you're going to central then. Uh, I am fucking East Coast right now, Doug. I'm Georgia. Uh, Georgia. When I flew over yeah. that place, I was surprised how shitty it looked. Anyway, no comment. <laughs> Wait, I'm not in the military anymore. This place fucking sucks. <laughs> I was amazed. How, I was like, "Damn, this this looks like a dump." From I think yeah. that's why they they hit a military base here. They're just like, you know what? No one's gonna fucking bomb this shithole. It already looks bombed. <laughs> Um, yep. And Eastern time zone sucks. It's hard. It's, hard. it's brutal. Yeah. Was anybody else uh, let down by the last episode of uh, The Last of Us? Uh, no, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. Oh. Wow. I was. Yep. Right. I uh, I played the game four times and I I hundred percented it so I know what happens for sure. No, that's the thing, dude. Well, first of all, I know what happens, so that kind of takes away the bang out of the the, the uh, shock. Exactly. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. The shock's gone. I expected that, but I, I felt like they could have made that hit so much harder and they did such a good job. You know what? It started at 10 and it just went down to a seven by the end of the season. You, you know, it's, you know, it's funny is that a lot of people were discussing that on Reddit, right? But a lot of people that played the game and watched the show is that in the show, they kind of made the decision that Joel makes and the, and the, decision not to say things to certain people and, and the the ideas of what the person that is trying to make the opposite decision is Joel they all they all refer to the way that they they think and the way that they they think should go but they never ask the person that is actually being affected by their decisions does that mm -hmm. make sense 
that yeah. that is like that is the crux of the episode. Everybody's trying to do their own shit, but the main main character of the game or you know the show, nobody asks what she wants. Nobody tells her what's going on. Mm-hmm. And and when it's finally one of the ultimate decisions for her, I mean for for the other characters, nobody asks what she wants. And that's what makes the last episode actually really good. And the game too. But in the in the TV show they kind of make that more apparent. Yeah. So. Um, whatever your mustache situation is, I like it. This is the this is this is the best version of that we've had. See, I'm going. I'm going. I, I was at Fu Manchu like, almost. I was going at pedophile mustache, and now I'm going Fu Manchu. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the Fu Manchu. You want to well, stay away from the pedo, the pedo, the pedo, the pedo. Well, yeah, everybody should stay away from pedos. Yeah. Um, so um, you want to you want to read off the, the next question there? Yeah. <laughs> <Keep it moving. laughs> Kingle McCringleberry, curious. What do you consider the hardest part about running a podcast? Getting everybody on at the same time and no technical fucking issues. Like today. Yes. Yes. There's your answer. Anybody else want to comment? Listen, Sniper just really has to apologize to everybody about this episode. It's <laughs> it's, it's been a rough one. It's actually all his fault. He like sapped Bobby's internet. He bombed the the fucking satellite that's giving Amanda hotspot Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's kind of like we're all riding on a bus and like we're actively watching the bus just like get into a car accident in slow mo, just being like, "Yeah." <laughs> you know what's tough is knowing that we're so much better than this because we we had the other style dialed in. And we know this is just going to take some episodes to fucking exactly. smooth out. Mm-hmm. And somebody listening to this for the first time is like, who are these yahoos? Goodbye. You know? Why do they have over a thousand episodes? And, yeah. you know, like, yeah, 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 exactly. We, it, there's definitely been some shiner episodes where like, holy fuck, it's hilarious from start to end. This is not one of them. And this is not <laughs> what this is not gonna be the standard across the future, but uh we will make things better. Uh we promise. And if we don't, Emilio will shave his beard. Um Yeah, sure. Next question is <laughs> Hingle McCringleberry. <laughs> Additionally, do you ever think that it would turn into this community? Were there were there any challenges building this as well? I mean, that's yeah, more of yeah. a Bobby and Emilio question. That's a I think. great Bobby and Emilio question. Yeah. Uh, so Discord came. Jeez. Oh, like Discord. Was, Discord changed everything. Yeah, we Discord built the community. It, it, it's yeah. the reason that this podcast is what it is now. In fact, the community is probably the better part of this. Whole <laughs> yeah. Thing that we did. Don't listen to us. Just go to the fucking Discord and have <laughs> fun. Yeah. Every time you finish. Every time you finish an episode of The Last of Us, they 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 have their like companion episode podcast that they try to push, and I'm like, I feel like that's what we are to the Discord community, like a companion podcast. You know what I mean? To um, the Discord, <laughs> yeah. But um, the Discord itself, it yeah, it took some, it took some. What do you what do you call it? Uh, growing pains. Yeah, some growing pains through there. Some bumps in the road um, that I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like people like Amanda and Christian and, and some other key members of the community definitely built that discord and made it to what it is today. Um, it was one of those things when I went to DLG Con and I haven't always been a cast member. At first, I started as a guy that just talked about Daisy a lot seven years ago. Um, and that was like made me on the show four times a year to now being on the show half the time. Um, and 
I will say that the amount of support from the community is immense. Um, going to DLG Con and actually putting a face to everybody and, and talking to people really changed the way I looked at internet communities. There's so many different types of people and different walks of life that video games brings us all together. And that's why we talk about them on the internet every Sunday and then release it on every Tuesday. Um, it's because we love what we do and we share a common interest and, you know, we try not to talk about things that get people heated. We, um, we actively kind of talk to people to make sure that if they do do that, we kind of settle things down and, and make it, make sure it's all about peace and love and video games. And, and, uh, yeah, people like Christian and Amanda, they, and, and Diddy and a bunch of other people, like, you know, there's a whole list of at least 20 people that have been running that fucking discord, um, very well and supporting each other. So there's so you. many shitty gaming communities out there and it's just like so cool that this isn't one of them. I mean, it could easily have not have been that way, you know, like, yeah, not only, not only was that the best thing you've ever said on this episode, dude, but that was the best thing you've ever said, period. That was, I can't, I can't <laughs> add to it. Bobby, you follow that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can. Yeah. It was, um, I don't know. The Dis- discord definitely changed things. And uh, I remember we would record our episodes on Discord and people would jump into a channel and listen to us live Discord. And then eventually we went to Twitch. But And Twitch was nice when we finally started doing that and doing it regularly. Like that was another big step, but still nothing compares to Discord. Um, that was also when we kind of got, I would call it big, but bigger. And as far as like challenges and building the community, I think there was definitely a point that where there was a fork in the room we got so big and the community kind of blew up and always there's going to be drama right and we needed to figure out we need to make a decision like are we going to allow this or where do we draw a line so we had to draw some lines and uh some people did not care for that and left and uh some people stayed and you know there's not even that crazy it was like we got rid of the politics, the politics channel. channel and then yeah. we said don't um what was the way you put it don't be a I dick mean, yeah it was all very reasonable stuff like you know don't post videos of you banging your wife in our discord stuff i mean it's all pretty stuff that sounds pretty normal but you know this was like 2016 those were weird times right so people were just like i'm being censored this isn't cool you guys used to be cool and i was like well you know, we got it's all a, one person. It's one person, guys. No, there I were, there being were a couple, couple of people. people. Yeah. There were a couple a people. Amount, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and but, it's fine, man. It's like no bad feeling. I think some people no, eventually no, no. came back too. But it was just like it, there was a point where, you know, it was real like punk rock DIY at first, and then there you always reach a point where it's just like you gotta do some of the dirty work and you gotta get involved, even though you want to be really hands off. You've got to like. Sorry, you can't do that here. You know, you got to have some rules. You Could know? you imagine and, like what Elon Musk is dealing with right now? Because he's dealing with uh, like he bought the whole thing and he's trying to do hands off with millions uh, dude's of people. posting like 14,000 times yeah, a day. You call that hands, you off? hands off? Bro, more like well, a finger yeah. in every Bro, fucking you pie. Whole, <laughs> you can unsubscribe from him and block him and still see his tweets, dog. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, hands no. off. He's hands in. Yeah. Not even hands on. <laughs> he's, fully, he's fully fisted, dude. And like... <laughs> he's he's well, fucking elbow deep. Yeah. I don't um, know. I feel like in, in regards to our community, though, that like even though like the ban hammering and like kind of like behavioral (laughs) curtailing is very hands off, you know, but I would argue that 
a lot of people and a lot of us are hands-on and like communicate as well with the community a lot as well like i remember i mean to me i joined the community first and then listened to the podcast after and then worked my way up basically from there and so it was to me it was always like kind of about the community and i I love our community because i agree with christian i think that a lot of gaming communities are really toxic and shitty and we really do have quite a gem of a community and if that isn't enough of a plug to go to dlgaming.net and join our discord what the fuck are you doing yeah, you'll never do it you'll never <laughs> fucking do it and i will not figure i have never figured this out and i will never i feel like i'll never know the answer but uh well i guess the answer is that like pc gamers generally play one game and they have like two side hoes on the side Maybe and very maybe rarely it changes. Yeah. Very rarely it changes. Exactly, yeah, they don't change very much. So mm-hmm. that's why we don't have a ton of people playing games together. They talk a bunch, and there's a lot of like interaction, camaraderie, and yeah, all that stuff. It's almost like a chat room more than that. Like as far as playing video games, there's like cup and gummy with whoever he chooses, and that's it. <laughs> But you, know? you can you can always find somebody that's playing the same thing that you are. There's over 700 members active on the Discord that we have, um, and it, join, say hello, and I guarantee you, as soon as you get into the fucking the the Discord, you're gonna see like 12 welcome messages, and like at least seven of them are coming from Amanda. So, um, huh. yeah. that's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, there there has been some growing pains. There will be some growing pains, and there's always going to be growing pains as long as we grow. We're in a great. <laughs> we're in a great place on discord we're in a terrible place in the podcast right now it just so yeah, happens exactly. to be yeah <laughs> right, this is, uh we have another qu- third question from hingle mccringleberry hingle mccringleberry <laughs> say that 10 times fast hingle mccringleberry uh <laughs> what is your favorite cereal growing up and also what is a smell you can't stand uh my favorite cereal growing up was captain crunch peanut butter uh, and then a smell that I can't stand is um, just like extreme, extreme, like old urine smell. Um, I used to, <laughs> I, I, I know that's a weird fucking, it's a weird answer. It's really niche and it's really accurate. Um, I have a thing with like old people and, <laughs> dude, and when I mean like old people, I mean like buddy. geriatric. Save your I, hatred I, for your own time, dude. No, I some, old for some reason. Uh, for some hatred. reason, it sounded like you said P comma people. Like, like no. there was like people. You know what I mean? No. Like <laughs> old people. Uh, no, what it is is like I, I used to do a lot of volunteer work and I used to go around. Are you talking about hospitals. my mom right now, dude? Is that no, what's going on? Your mom's a saint, all right? First of all. <laughs> Second of all, um, I used to do a lot of volunteer work. Uh, I used to be pretty active in the Catholic church and stuff like that. And I used to go to a lot of like elderly homes and the smell, the, the smell. <laughs> yeah, I can't even fucking say it right. Cause it bothers me so much. The smell of stale urine from like an older person, especially Sam diabetic urine drugs on this episode uh, is fucking gnarly. Um, I had an uncle who was diabetic who passed away like in his forties and um, he became like immobile essentially, and he would smell like stale urine. And like that, that like stale urine is, gives me a fucking PTSD. I used to do room inspections while I was in the Navy. There were people that piss in fucking jugs and bottles and keep it under their bed, and that shit smelled so fucking bad. 
That's disgusting. But fresh urine, you're okay, right? <laughs> oh I mean, fresh urine going down the toilet because that's just mine. I ain't smelling butter. nobody's fresh urine. Dog. He thinks that shit straight to the face. Fresh urine. My favorite cereal was cookie crisp growing up. That was my favorite. I don't eat cereal anymore, though. That shit is pure sugar, man. I can't do it. Cereal is terrible for you. Cereal's fucking. I think I, I think I turned like eat or something and was like fuck this. It's like, I don't know. I haven't been eating cereal for the longest time, but it was it was Cookie Crisp when I, when I really liked it. Oh, and, cookie, uh, AKA well, it was more of not breakfast. It was whatever the the great value like Walmart. Like, it was the knockoff of it. I can't remember the fucking name. Cookie spelled with a K. K Crisp is like three S's yeah. in it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Or maybe they put the Z at the end of it, so it's crisps. Chris. But anyway, <laughs> um, smell you can't say dying really maple trees. Dying maple trees. No, it's it, it probably formalin, uh, formaldehyde. Like it, oh. it just burns my whole fucking sinuses and like gives mm. me a headache usually. And like right now, the assignment that I'm in in Pittsburgh, like we've got a every. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have to dump and like replace like, formalin. And I'm just like, I just kind of try and get somebody else to do it because I don't like doing that one. <laughs> so, formalin sucks. It just smells bad. Or like if um, sometimes in some of the hospitals I've been at, they'll have uh, like a diabetic leg. It's so savage. So wow. Straight up, like the rest of them is normal, can. and only their leg is diabetic. No, it's, well, it, so sometimes with diabetes, like you, somebody might have to have their leg amputated. So, like we do, yeah, like, the, like the the patho- yeah, yeah. And so, like in the in the pathology lab, in a lot of places, especially hospitals, um, they'll just be like, it sounds so bad and savage, but there will be like trash can of legs and oh uh that Jesus. that can smell really bad if somebody doesn't toss that shit out like after because usually typically we have to hold on to like tissue for a certain amount of time in case um in case anybody needs to go back and like kind of revisit it like say like a patient has like a recurring cancer like a year after they would want to look at that previous year and see what happened with that cancer to maybe have that you know um impact what the treatment will be for the new cancer that they found because sometimes they're related and linked and things like that with, with yeah. a foot though like an amputated leg not so much it's just kind of the like keep it in case you need it for anything or like any legal reasons but like they typically will hold on to it for like a few weeks and then it's gotta go <laughs> well, guys we gotta smell. we gotta declutter the lab what are we gonna get rid of ah the box of foots <laughs> well so there's been a lab i've been at where like nobody wanted to discard the legs and then it would just it would it'd start to smell like death everywhere and then it'd be like we have to get rid of the legs like we have to and so that that one was brutal it, well listen it's not too often that i'm working in a lab that has like a trash can of legs but like that's happened probably two or three three times so like it's not nothing either like it, it happens whoever's dealing with the smell longer and you know doing good science has a leg up on the competition that's all i'm saying <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Fuck up. what's your favorite cereal bitch <laughs> yeah, your favorite cereal? It's, it's such a weird combination of questions because it's like favorite cereal they go together. smell and then it's like the, the transition like, from legs Gross. in a bucket to favorite cereal <laughs> yeah. um but i 
Fruity Pebbles when I was real small. And I used to always complain of how small that box was. It was the thinnest box on the sh on the shelf, and I was heavy eater. I was a heavy, heavy eater. And then um, I am a heavy eater. I have to come to terms with that. Okay, so and then um, I I transitioned to basic four, which is like an adult like uh, four four food groups. That was the thing that you get your four food groups in this one cereal, and. Uh, <laughs> At like nine, I transitioned to this, and it was like seven dollars a box, and it came in the thin box, and I'm eating one a day. It was, yeah, it was a battle. Dude, that's mouth. why you're so big and strong. You ate your four food <laughs> groups, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which they don't even have the four food groups anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah. got rid of that yeah, in the nineties. Now it's like that food pyramid. It's a it's a food wheel. It's a food like rainbow now. It's it, it's crazy. <laughs> I subscribe to the fucking for talent calculator. Talent tree. My food octagon. Yeah, it all says eat as much as you can every quarter. Anyway, um, and smell I can't stand. Uh, when I was working in grocery store, um, stocking shelves at night, um, certain pallets would have certain smells, and you already knew what it was unfortunately it's like really bad so um it's a whole pellet of food so it's, you're talking about like about two thousand pounds of food and certain things can happen within that pellet and you'll know right away when you're moving it and the, the worst one is a breached can of cat food because that breached can of cat food will be infested with maggots and you can't even it, it what's crazy about it is like you still need to get to all the good food and avoid this one tiny piece of bad food but you have to deal with all the smell the entire time and it's it's a real drag so bobby what's your favorite cereal you know what i mean like it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> transition I'll, I'll start with my favorite or a, a smell i don't like there you because go. i feel like your guys answers are not that great. I mean, it's like pretty obvious, right? Decomposing bodies, rotting <laughs> hey, hey, maggot-infested cat hey, food. No, it's to like be fair. I started with formalin. All right, formalin okay. or formaldehyde. Okay, and okay. then I transitioned to the dead bodies because yeah, nobody likes so, to smell. Real bugaboo, of mine. Dead yeah. body legs, decomposing body legs, <laughs> and maggot-infested cat food. Just call me crazy. I just don't like it, man. That's me. That's me. You do you. <laughs> my smell that i can't stand i mean there's a bunch of them but here's a weird cocoa butter cannot stand it oh my god if That's i smell that answer. i'll throw it away man i don't care if it's if it's like in someone's house like nope you're not smelling like that that's terrible that's the, that's, wait you go to people's this. houses and throw away yeah, their i, cocoa I break butter? into their houses and <laughs> throw away their cocoa butter <laughs> not on my watch <laughs> The city, the city is safe. He's like Cocoa Bobby Butter Batman. So many fucking people right now. Oh man, yeah, I do not like it. It is, it is an offensive smell to me. Damn. Um, favorite cereal? I love cereal. Would eat it all the time, every every day if I could. But it's so terrible for you. I haven't had cereal in decades, probably since I was a little kid. Not because I don't like it, but just because it's like so much sugar. So literally any cereal, I, but my favorite, I think, was Raisin Nut Brand, which 
you wouldn't think it's like super sugary or anything, but it it is. And it's like bran flakes with nuts and raisins, but the raisins are covered in like this dough or something. I don't know. Super good. And it felt like more of a meal than a regular cereal. I I loved all cereal. Oh my God, dude. I would pour a big old bowl of cereal. (laughs) Most of the cells in my body were built from cereal. Like I grew up on and now it's just well. bowls of soil. But I will say, um, if I was going to go down potpourri, I hate it. It's offensive to me as well. Hate potpourri. Oof. Yeah, it's, Sniper, do you have anything you'd like to add to this uh, this <laughs> this moment? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really eat cereal growing up, but I did have a lot of oatmeal, and I had those little dino eggs that dissolved. And then, oh, I love those. Yeah, and I, I would with my fork, I'd like make a little scene. Land Before Time was one of my favorite shows, and so I wouldn't eat a lot of it. And then it got to the point where I wouldn't eat it because I didn't want to eat my little Dino friends. And then <laughs> we stopped having that oatmeal because it, it made me sad. But yeah. Oof. <laughs> All right. Next question. <laughs> we have False Josiah. Uh, yes, I brought uh, Metronomicon, a great rhythm game name, uh, because it had a Jimmy Urine song. Uh, have you ever bought a game because of the music in it? Um, not really. I've tried games because of music in it, like that metal shooter that had a like uh, you know system of a uh, down in it and a couple other yeah. things. Did I mean, you if you like want to get, metal I mean, I liked fingers? it, but I, 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 I discovered something. I do not like rhythm shooters. Um, um okay just that's just me I don't, I don't know why i would think i do because i love music and i love shooters but it, it, i don't know it's like mixing grilled cheeses and like ketchup oh actually no that doesn't make sense that's just tasty uh it's like mixing grilled cheeses and like chocolate cake it just doesn't just doesn't mix to me you're fat least. dude everything's tasty <laughs> you're not wrong jesus christ Jeez. Uh, all right well what about you guys I, mean, uh, I typically I mean, turn the music off in my game, so no. <laughs> Bobby's like, no joy. In fact, I, when I reinstalled on my new computer, I reinstalled Deep Rock Galactic, and um, I hadn't turned the music off yet. And I was like, wow, this is really good. And it picks up when there's a lot of action. I was like, wow, they did a real job with this. Never noticed that before because I always <laughs> then, had the music off. And then you just and turned, then it turned it off. right <laughs> yeah. back off. Yeah, turn it back yeah. off. You're yep. like, this is good, but enough for me. I think a cop out answer is like rock band. Did everyone go through a rock band guitar hero phase? Like, oh for oh, yeah. sure, yeah. I was really every single that. game. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, but it was I was down for that. I mean, I don't know. To me, the, the game that I got recently, uh, but I feel like I got fucking duped was uh, Hi Fi Rush. Because mm. like I know I know I know Amelia loved it, but I I was so excited to like play this game to like the black keys and a bunch of other good music. And it was just like basically four fucking songs that you recognize. And the whole rest of the game was bullshit that they made. Muzak. Like bleh, didn't like it. Oh yeah. Muzak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, they get you in with the, with the black keys and I'm like, Oh yeah, I got, I got to get something for that. And it's just, it's just a tutorial that you played it and everything else. The music is garbage. Well, Josiah, it's um, it's a weird question because it's like, who knows what music is going to be in the game before the game comes out? Like, that's a rare bit of information. Unless the music's part of a game, like a 
a rhythm game. Right, right, right. Yeah, like like oh, promoting it as a big part so that doesn't happen very often. Um, a question that I did ask at a uh, dinner party when I was in Iowa was, what music, what game music have you listened to outside of the game? Like you went and like sought it out and listened to it outside of the game, and three of the four people agreed that like we had all listened to some Skyrim outside of Skyrim, and then um, my answer individually was uh, was uh, Bastion. Uh, there's a song on Bastion that Great I could soundtrack. not get. Yeah, I could not get enough of. Like the build a wall or whatever that yeah, song that's, is. It's yeah. not called build a wall. Yeah, I think it's it not is. called build a wall. Uh, it, I don't even think the. I don't even think the name has a wall in the uh, the name, dude. But maybe. He's fact checking now. Yeah, build yeah. Build, build that wall. It's build one of my wall. favorite songs too. Yeah, I love. I dude, love, I love yeah. that song, dude. Yeah. That that her sultry voice is yeah. Anyway, um, what songs have you guys listened to outside of the game itself? Everyone. <laughs> I love video game original soundtracks. That's what I, like, I do my work to. I just find I can like zone out really easily on them. Uh, you're going to obviously know this answer, Warhammer stuff, but uh, if, if you're not putting me in a bubble, I would say Doom music. I used to listen to it a lot. Uh, I'm a big metal guy, and it just slaps. Yeah, I don't know if I've listened to much outside of the game. There's there's a few tracks here and there, but uh, a lot of times the music in a game is licensed music too. It's not original as well, but as far as like gaming, it, that's typically what I, I look for. Um, but like game scores, not, not really any. Mm, for me, definitely Elder Scrolls. I, I also got to say, uh, Christian, it, you have no idea how much it warmed my heart uh at your wedding reception when all of a sudden like an elder scrolls theme i think it was morrowind yeah started playing Secunda, and i was just yeah. like oh my god i love this like <laughs> yeah. whatever the music is when you uh enter balmora for the first time like that really mm-hmm. ambient uh yeah we had that but i also had like rome total war dude my wedding was i was like i it was for me right or, or me and it was the most beautiful gamer wedding yeah you guys could imagine it was yeah. all yeah, and I and I love that. I love the Elder Scrolls uh, music outside, both the Skyrim like, and definitely Morrowind, of course, too. Hey, Christian. Hey, um, I, you're the producer, and I, I hate to put you on the spot. Can we can we exit this episode with Build a Wall? Yeah, I have it up. Do? I think oh, so, dude. Is uh, Twitch going to mute that? <laughs> Bobby, Bobby we, why do you have to come down with your goddamn Bobby, judgments? We've got to do Riverside audio this time, okay? Because everyone sounded like shit and had internet problems. Well, I don't know if that's going to improve with uh, it should. the audio. For it, it will. It's locally recorded. Why do you hate me? Why do you? Okay. All right. Okay. I see what you're saying. All right. Last question. Uh, Dark Cheetos curious if you could wipe your mind and replay any game like it was your first time what game would it be and why uh i mean i kind of have an answer that is tied for the two of them uh it's definitely mass effect 2 and uh metal gear solid 3 um just the excitement of playing metal gear solid 3 and being surprised by the game is just the whole you know thing about me being a metal gear solid fan and stuff like that but metal gear you know but Mass Effect 2 was my first ever Mass Effect game, 
And at the time, I wasn't that big in a sci-fi stuff. And that just brought me into the universal like sci-fi and like alternative futures and things like that. So it's pretty cool. I know I was late to the old Elder Scrolls um, thing because my first Elder Scrolls was Skyrim. Uh, so it would be Skyrim for me because I, I had never seen that amount of freedom in a game. Just like, just go. You're free like a bird, like whatever you want. And I'm like, what do you mean? What if I go left instead of right? Obviously, there's a path down this mountain, but what? I'm not going to use it. So I went down some other way, and I found this lady that lived in a hut, and we had a great life together. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's insane. Like, uh, how can you build a game with that many very branching paths? Yeah, it would yeah, definitely be Skyrim. Yeah. 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 You would you'd think maybe mine would be Morrowind. The first time I played Morrowind, I was sitting with my buddy who was playing like halfway through it on Xbox. And I, I wouldn't say that. For me, my, if I could replay from like the beginning and do it all over again, and this might be quite the hot take, but I would say Fallout 76. <laughs> Because hear me out. <laughs> so Whoa. when that Whoa, game was dude. released, I was one of the first people that got into it. And it's I feel like, especially in terms of lore, what they were going for, which was they were going for when it released that everybody that was playing it was like the very first people to come out of the vaults. And so there wouldn't be any NPCs. There wouldn't be a lot of things. It essentially would be a game that, similar to Second Life, is created by the community that's playing it. And so that's why, to me, day one launch on that game was it's still to this day one of the most unique like launches and an incredible uh, gameplay experience for the first week or first few days because it's as we were talking earlier about like the community like it was the community in that first wave of Fallout seventy six made that game so amazing and hilarious it was like everybody had no idea that voice chat was just always on. So you just be randomly walking and all of a sudden somebody is singing like, take me home to a place. And they're just like singing it off in the distance. And it's like fucking hilarious. And there were like waves of people like role playing and coming out being like the Wastelander rescuers. And like they were doing all this. And it was just this amazing, amazing community in the first few days of Alt 76 that really made it feel like all of us Wastelanders were coming out or all of us like from the vault came out and we're banding together and like forming community to explore the wastelands post that war. And I just thought it was so beautiful. And of course it ended up losing thunder and fallout 76 had a lot of fucking problems with it and everything like that. But at least for the first few days, if I could relive that or like have that similar of like an experience of like the community is really the one that are creating the content while actively playing in it that stuff is pretty rare. It's pretty rare to find. Sometimes you can find that, I think, in, like, certain ARC servers or Rust or something like that where you can, like, mod. You can you can kind of get community-driven content like that in a game, um, but not on the level that was, like, Fallout 76. I just thought it worked really well that, like, a lot of people were completely learning the game and learning the world just as they had intended that like first vault dwellers would right and so like that to me was just like such a cool meta moment and i'd love to relive that days um i'm my i have the memory of fruit fly so 
but that was the first time I remember playing an online game with you. Uh, you came in, I was level three, and you came in as level 18, like a golden god, and saved us. <laughs> uh, do you I remember this movie. at all? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, that week is somewhat of a blur because I was like celebrating it. Well, not true blur, but like in the sense of, I think by that time, we'll when a bunch of people started joining and playing and i'd already gone through like yeah the first 10 levels uh usually at, at night and at that point we were like drinking and shit and so yeah there was and it was a, a lot of fun because we had a lot of people from this community from dlg like pop in and join in as well and that was a whole nother thing. i remember when we were all exploring the camera and like how to take pictures of we did like whole family photos aligning everyone up and so like those are the things that i was talking about like it's such a blast with the community like that but no i don't really remember that much of saving you. <laughs> uh, it's just a tuesday amelia it's just tuesday for me <laughs> for you <laughs> what is it uh when uh wanda says to thanos you took everything for me and he's like who I don't even know who you are. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sniper, do we have a rundown for me to list off here? We, what are we doing? Are we changing the, the lineup? Uh, at the bottom of the show notes. They're down there if you want. Um. Oh, I see it. Okay, cool. Um. What is everybody playing next week? Probably Diablo so, 4 and the final for me. Well, we're only going till the till tonight, right? The beta is uh, only oh, up until that's true. No, I, it's gonna I it's gonna Diablo start back up again Friday again as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Next week and they have another beta. Uh, okay. Marvel Snap is what I'm fucking playing. Oh, yeah, dude, we have a we. Have you been playing? Do I hit fucking collection level three and yeah, I'm pretty good. Oh my god, we gotta we gotta talk off off air. I think. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, somebody gifted me a game. Fastidious gifted me the Pill Beyond. Um, you really wanted me to check it out. I'll be playing that this week. The what beyond? The Pale Beyond. Hmm. I haven't heard of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a survival game. Um, oh, your favorite? Yeah, <laughs> a survival RPG. Uh, but it's it, it it's not like a I don't know. It's not like a first person brown chop down trees type of thing. It, it looks a little different. So I don't know. I, I'll give it a shot. Cool. Um, I, uh, oh man, I even forgot to put it on the radar. Uh, Returnal, the Tower of Sisyphus. Holy shell. Um, I'm going to get some gameplay footage and then we'll just play that and then I'll explain why I like it so much. I, that was my whole goal this week, and I, I worked seven days in week instead. Um, uh, besides that, uh, Diablo Four, yeah. So um, the rundown of everything we talked about this episode, I'm not going to put it over the music because I want the music to play crystal clear. The rundown is on the radar. We had Puppet Masters, the game, <laughs> terrible movies, and somehow better as a collective if you have. 16 hours um the last spell total war warhammer 3 uh, dash <laughs> forge of forge of the chaos wars or dwarves uh dark and darker hyperlark hyper like hyper like breaker <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> margin margin 
Morgan, the rat pr- project stories. Um, and then our highlights, we had Inscription, Guilty Gear Strive, The Binding of Isaac, The Finals, and Diablo 4. Bringing it home. Okay. <laughs> I better I better be able to listen to this song. I haven't heard it in years. Until it's done 